Be positive, nation. Oh man, I fucked it up. I ain't, we ain't had to say that. That sound white. That sound. <laughs> start the start the whole podcast over. I didn't know what the fuck camera to look at. This is what happened when you see, the <laughs> throw, throw the shit away. <laughs> this is trash. I fucked it up, man. What's happening, everybody? I'm Dario. This D Lou. Let's uh, let's have some fun. Y'all know what it is. This is Chicago stories. Uh, y'all can like us, subscribe, listen, rate on all these platforms. Here we go, D. Let's go. Uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Google Podcast, Overcast, Radio Stitcher, Stitcher. Oh shit! I fucked up. I said Radio Stitcher. That's not. That's not what. Oh man, I was close. I was close, bro. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I don't know. The, I don't even know what the fuck a Radio Stitcher is. Uh, <laughs> radio Stitcher, man. How you feel, my guy? Hey man, I'm on cloud nine, man. Yeah. God, God is good, my brother. Yes, God sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you want to kick off the show with a bombshell? What's up, man? You trying to let people know what's up? Let's should we? Let's save that right before. Okay. Right before we. Right before we hit the let's guest. Talk about the, yeah. Let's talk about the radio station. Okay. Let's yeah. Hey, let's talk about the station, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, let's talk about the station, bro. We, all right, y'all. Hey, be positive. Radio is a real thing. Uh, I think the last time we talked, it was a concept. You know what I mean? It was. It was a concept. It was coming soon. It's here now, y'all. It's here, and, and, and we've been we've been doing it, man. What is this? Day five. Uh, we uh, it's day five. We've already debuted uh, between today and yesterday. We've already debuted seven new shows just today and yesterday, uh, and then over the weekend uh, we had a, a few more shows. Uh, I know. Well, the morning show debut. So up to this point, we have debuted ten new shows. Can you believe it? <laughs> it's it's fantastic, man. Fire. Fire, bro, fire, Darren. Fire, fire, Man, how you feel uh, about it? Man, you know what? Uh, <laughs> Low-key, low I'm salty because I ain't got no show. Oh, you coming? You know, <laughs> you... The, reason I, the reason I say that is because, I mean, okay, yeah, I'm on a podcast and more to the story. But those are just, that's this, and then that's a spinoff of this. Yeah. And then I'm like, damn, like... I want to show. Yeah. I create some new content. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But in all honesty, in all honesty, D, I have no time for that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just told myself, I just told myself, every now and then, when I was starting doing this, probably telling everybody, like, hey, look, I'm going to duck in and be a guest on your show if that's cool. Yeah. I, I think, might just do that. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like doing that. I just hey. do that. I, like, I, I would like being a guest on someone else's show, like being in their atmosphere and that's it that's all yeah. and i want to once everybody get the live calls like down like i want to call in everybody show yeah. and kick it with them a little yeah bit, you yeah but you the ceo uh, shit I, I, yeah i don't want to be like i don't want my own show and all of that I, you and jamal man y'all just y'all just tearing that shit up dude. man it's, it's <laughs> the morning appetizer you guys comes on at 8 a.m to 10 a.m and uh monday through friday and man, let me tell y'all, when I tell y'all I wake up with these boys because I don't start working till the store don't open till 11 o'clock. So, and usually I'm starting to train myself to get up at Dario hours now. So, cause I'm six o'clock fellas, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm training myself to get up at Dario hours now. So I'm up 
at seven forty five because I know seven forty five like they ready to they ready to rock, you know. Yeah. So eight o'clock come on, you know, if I'm in the house getting ready, I turn on the, the radio station through the computer and then I jump on Facebook Live with them uh on my phone. So uh the the morning appetizer fireman, real talk with Jenna, um bossing with Audrey and oh, Slossy. That's, that's good. Um, that's good today. That's off the chains. Uh, Ryan, uh, Campbell, Perfect Dream, Trevor <laughs> on Haywire on Monday. Uh, Rick actually kicked us off. Yeah, uh, Sunday. Rick was on Sunday. He kicked this week off on Sunday night with Novum Life. Uh, man, and I, I'd be remiss. Uh, grocery Chat. Grocery Chat, um, yeah. The Spoil Show. Yeah, the Spoil Show. Like, man, we just had a hell of a week, man. And it was so, and Vic, why you basic? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was so dope. Being able to tap into the radio station and listen to all of those guys in their shows. Yeah. Uh, extremely proud, extremely honored to have all of those guys on the station, man, and help us build this thing and uh, get a good foundation. Uh, so, man, that's just man. incredible, man. It's, it is. It's dope. it's dope to hear your friends. Yeah. People. Yes. And we've been working for a month and, like, people created it got their shows together and like put it out there to the world yeah. it's just dope man that's exactly that, that's exactly what i said man i think uh what was it uh it was friday you are when the when the station debuted you know what i mean when the station debuted um i think i put to the group chat to everybody is i got choked up man like i had that lump in my throat man and the reason why i had the lump in my throat it wasn't because we started a radio station you know what i mean we've done a lot of shit you know what i mean I, and i feel like the way we going to keep on going we going to keep on doing shit so i'm i'm not like overly excited about what we do but it was so cool to hear you on the radio my sister on the radio the other folks my friends on the radio like i'm listening to a station where it's the music we like. It's the music they like. It's people that I can walk up to, shake their hands, give them a dap or whatever it is, and, 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 or have a drink with them without the ego. Like, to me, it was, like, cool. It was our people. And, and for me, that was everything, man. Like, that's 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 be positive in a nutshell, man. Um, and, and this it's fitting that we talk about this because today's guest got the same uh, very, very, very similar mentality, man, in what he's doing. So, um, and we're going to dive into it. But, man... Bro, don't that feel good, man? I, I heard you come on the radio, and I was like, this nigga. <laughs> Bro, it, it, it felt good. It felt good when we just started playing music the week before because we didn't have no shows. Yeah. Those guys introduced this. And uh, it felt good just hearing music and then hearing ourselves in the promo ads. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, man, like, I was, the first time I heard, like, just mine, uh, you know, Welcome to Be Positive Radio, home of uh, entertaining the community. Yeah. I was like, that's me. That's it. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's wild. And then, like, when our ad came up together, and we like, yo, uh, be positive, Freddie. I'm like, bruh. Let's go. I was in the car when I heard that. Yeah. I'm like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just wild, man. It's yeah. wild. I always tell you, like, some of the shit that we do is, like, and this ain't bragging or boasting. I hope y'all know that. Y'all yeah. know what. Yeah, y'all know where we stand. Come on. Yeah, y'all know where we stand about us stand. But it's like some of the things that we do, and we said this when the station was coming to fruition, it's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah, like, it is. And it still don't seem real to me. Like, it, it don't. It, it seems don't. like normal life. Yeah, now it, it seems don't. like normal life for me to get up at 8 o'clock and to hear you and Jamal on the station. Yeah. Like, oh, this normal. Now. Yeah, this normal life, yeah. Or, yeah, like, and even, um, 
the Saturday night when me and you went live. Well, last Thursday when yeah. me and you went live and like brought the radio station to the world. I won't say the world. Yeah, well, I mean, we well, 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 well. You know, yeah. yeah, the world. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, when we brought it to the world and we were just sipping and having a good time and everybody was calling in and things like that and like. I don't know, man. It was just dope. It's yeah. just dope. Now, you know me. I, I love creating. Yeah. I love doing new things. I love, like, I love people. You know what I'm saying? So to hear all our people be calling in and, and, and just, you know, talking to us and congratulations and all that, man. It's just dope. Uh, man, hey, uh, just real quick, and we can we can move on from because we got some other big news. I just want to give everybody of yeah. uh, uh, the, the, the station by the numbers. Uh, 17 artists. Uh... 14 different shows um we've already had already had over 10 artists local artists submit music um enough that we have to we have enough music to play two hours worth of straight straight local artists and we obviously want more um uh and here's the biggest number uh because you know our vision board we say we want this to go nationally globally uh the station started out with two uh being broadcast in two states uh with with shows out of two states so that made us national uh as of sunday we were a national radio station uh not just the local base and I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. We added that other state. Hey, we added. But, hey, within the next month, Darian, check this out. And this is news for everybody. Within the next month, we will add two more states that Be Positive Radio is broadcast out of. So when you say an up-and-coming radio station that was local, we were only local for all of three days. Uh, but we were <laughs> all of three days, we were a local station. Now, uh, with the prospects of uh, two more states, uh, looking at Ohio and Texas, uh, you talk about a national radio station, uh, internet-based radio station, where local folks from those areas can be on it. We own something, my man. We own something. Uh, so I just want y'all to chew on that, man. And and, and we want we want artists to come through, man. Uh, lo- local artists. I don't think we we haven't turned anybody away. I mean, like, like we we haven't turned anybody away. People keep asking us, "Is this okay?" Just come on, send the shit in. <laughs> I don't care if you play the flute, my nigga. Let's go. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You play the banjo. Yeah. You know what I'm Pied pipe up in this bitch. You know. Hey, you can play a recorder. Yeah. <laughs> Get like, hey, get on the harmonica, shit. If you, <laughs> if yo ass, <laughs> you want to get on there and sing acapella? What's happening, man? What's up? <laughs> to sing the Twinkle Little Stars. What what is that? A B C. They got the same shit. A B C Twinkle Twinkle Stars. The same shit. Um, but uh, all right, y'all. All right, y'all. <laughs> Uh, man, and first of all, uh, I just want to shout out to the people that's watching right now uh, in the chat. It's been a while since we were able to sit this close. You know, uh, Darian, before we came on, I had to leave y'all, you and the guests, uh, you and James, man. We had, I had to go uh, run in my bedroom, grab my brush. Uh, my hair was nappy as hell. We don't sit that close to the camera no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I got up on this camera and I looked aside. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man. You know, you know, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy when... Uh when you, you grow your hair is growing. Yeah. And like, you know, when you first get a haircut, your line will be all intact and shit, right? <laughs> yeah. And then as your hair grows and like you don't do nothing with your hair, nothing like that, and it just start growing. 
it's like your lining. Yeah. You could like your lining just be all over the place. All you over the place. Your lining back into place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I can't stand that shit. Why I gotta brush my lining in the place? That's that's that old age shit, man. Like, that's, uh, man, hey, hey, get there. That's okay. Up, hey, long. Hey, the thing is, long as I ain't losing my shit, I'm good. I, I don't care. I'm not losing it. Hey, you motherfuckers hey, talk look. about my big forehead all you want to, but I ain't losing my hair. Damn it! I tell you, I got, <laughs> I got all. You know. I went to the barber shop yesterday. I was this close to cutting it off. I told you I, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said last week. You, I said, you, hey, bro, I'm cutting it off. Yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I got in that yeah, and uh my barber said, D, look. Ha! He he convinced you. Now, bro. He said he's 35. He said, a lot of dudes don't be can't grow their hair like you, man. He said, because when you get older, you're gonna start losing it. He said, you don't put up a lot of patience with this. He said, man, just hold on to it a little while longer. Just think I about said, it. You know what, man? I said, all right, man. Uh, you're right. I so I need to be grateful for the blessing you, you get, that God has bestowed upon you. Got me. some. You got some locks to keep, man. Hey, look, keep your locks, yeah. my man. Uh, uh, real quick before we get into the uh, big news and to our uh, fantastic guests, uh, shout out to everybody that's in the group chat right now, man, uh, uh, or watching the live feed, man. I see, I saw uh, uh, Mama, Mama, Dan, Mama, Mama Lewis in the house, man. So shout out to uh, Mama Lewis watching. Uh, uh, feel good hey, to, Ma. yeah. Uh, you know we got uh, Daniela. Let's see, we got uh, uh, Greg, Barb, what's happening? Julian, Ball, Shelby, what's happening, man? Uh, some and other people that's. Uh, uh, that's, that's watching. Uh, we appreciate you, man. It's been a long time since we did it this way. We're not gonna keep doing this now, y'all. Like we 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 fancy now. You know we can do the live yeah, shit, this, but <laughs> this, this kind of like a one time thing. Yeah, got a lot of shit going on. Today. Yeah, like back to back. I ain't have a chance to. It, I gotta drive to Dario House to do that, and yeah. it's like an hour away. So yeah, I'm like in the interest of everything that's going on today, let's just scale it back. So we here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we here. One more thing, D. Yeah. I, know, I know we got the announcement, and we want to bring James on so we can give him his time. Yep. Uh, but uh, Wednesday Night Lights, y'all, it is back in full effect, man. It is back in full effect. My homeboy uh, to my right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to my right. Uh, he, uh, he headlined um, the first show out, Banger. Um, tomorrow's show is, as of this morning... As of last night, we only have five more seats left. So Shit. I'm pretty sure it's sold out by now. So it should be a wrap. Uh, so Wednesday Night Lights is back at my buddies. If you're listening and you want to perform, whether you be a musical artist, spoken word, poetry, um, if you're a comedian, tap in, lock in, let me know, let TJ Stokes know, let Kadeem Fuller know um, so that we can put you on the sign-up list, man. We've yeah. been sharing that sign-up list actively. Yeah. Uh, we got shows booked into March already, so we running out of comics, y'all. Come on, hey, come, hey. On, come on, come on, come on, come yeah, on. Get hey, out here. Stop hitting me up. I don't run the show no more. Okay, I don't do that. That ain't my show no more. Respect the producers, not me. Don't come in my, don't come in my DMs talking about. Hey, Dario, I hope you doing well. How do I get on that show, man? Come on, stop it. You know, <laughs> like stop it. As, that, the, as, as we grow, man, and as the weeks grow, we're going to have clips, and we're going to show y'all the litness, man. It's the same energy that D had when he had the show. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying to keep it going, man, and give a space for comedians and artists uh, on the artist showcase to perform and yeah. showcase their talent, man. That's what it's all about. 
Be Positive Productions always been about opportunity. So, you know, that's that's what we all about. Um, speaking of Be yeah, Positive. Yes. I want, want to plug that. The, yeah, he wants to plug that. Because <laughs> speaking of Be Positive Productions and opportunities, here's the big announcement, y'all. Here's the big announcement. Drum roll, please, everybody. Drum roll. Here's the drum roll. Starting at the end of April, every Thursday, be positive production. Thursday, uh, 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 every Thursday. every last Thursday, every last Thursday of the month, be positive productions is in Laugh Factory. Y'all heard it right. Be positive presents yeah, good right. vibes is coming soon to Laugh Factory stage, y'all. Oh, 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 oh
Dario linked up with Eunice and Rami and TJ because of just opportunity and good people and good vibes. Like, that's what it's all about, y'all. And if you talk about the poster boys for positivity, that's what Jamal always say, like, the poster boys for positivity. Like, ain't nothing that positivity can't make come to the forefront. Hey, like, let's we, go. We spoke, <laughs> yeah. we spoke this into existence. We did. We and did. If you don't know that. That's the name of our first comedy album. First comedy <laughs> album. Yeah. Into, yeah. We spoke this into existence. So man, we're here and and we ain't gonna disappoint. We're gonna put in the work. We gonna put in the work, and that is a perfect segue to our guests because they yes. they align <laughs> they they align they align with exactly the way we align. We gonna play. Um, our dumb little sub little ad. <laughs> we go play our stupid little ad, uh, <laughs> and then we'll come back with this guest, this dumbass ad. Listen, bro, listen, I man. hate this listen, fucking listen. ad. Everybody knows. <laughs> listen to the radio station. That that's not the product of ad that we put out. Thank you. Yes, you like, don't. Don't like, be sad. We don't do this. That's. You always- you, for the last two weeks, it's like you're about to cry when you hear the ad. I hate so that man, ad. <laughs> I just fucking hate that ad. I'd be more, I'd be more concerned about your haircut. Oh, come on. Look. <laughs> James <laughs> Webb. James Webb. <laughs> James Webb. How you going to slow slap me and then introduce the guest before I got time to respond? James Webb, how you doing, my man? Welcome to the show. Chapter 43. What's I'm, up? I'm I'm good, man. It's a it's an honor to be here. I uh, you know I'm not usually in front of the camera, so this yeah. is a, it's a little different experience for me. But yeah, it's good to be here, man. Thanks hey. for having me. I, and and uh, we uh, greatly appreciate your time. We know that simultaneously, I, that's my word of the day. Uh, you uh you have a show. <laughs> you got a show that you produce. We can call a podcast yes. Right yeah. Right it's going. Yes. So uh, thank you for taking the time out uh and, and doing this with us, man. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, this is James Webb. If you are a comedian uh, or any kind of uh, person on the scene in the comedy world, uh, you probably know this guy, man. Uh, Let's be honest, man. If you don't have a podcast with him, you probably had a video produced by him or something. He he done came ran up on you at uh, Laugh Factory Zanies or something like that. (laughs) Shot a little hype video. You done seen this, man. You done ran across this man. I remember I remember hearing about uh, James Webb before I even knew who the fuck anybody was in this town. You know what I mean? It was like you you got to you 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 got to talk James Webb. I'm like, "What the fuck is a James Webb?" You know what I mean? <laughs> what the <laughs> It's you. You want to tell the people a little bit more about yourself, man. Get get cozy with the people watching right and listening right now. Sure, man. Sure, sure. What's up everybody out there? Um So yeah, I'm James Webb. I guess I'm a guy to know. Then I've been in Chicago comedy. Excuse me, it's my 14th year um, in Chicago stand-up comedy. Um, I, you know, this this place is it's it's my favorite thing in the world, man. Uh, in in that time, I produced uh, 11 number one comedy albums on iTunes. Oh shit! Um, oh, uh, we got something coming. Oh yeah, dude. Like it's it, I'm, I'm kind of done. I've done a lot, uh, and I'm very, very proud of, of the work I've put in in this town. Um, I've run every stand-up showcase there is to run in the whole goddamn world. I've, uh, and then in the last yeah, three years ago, I opened a podcast studio in my basement, and it's grown into something I can't even believe 
uh, the magnitude of. And and you know, new new stuff keeps keeps coming my way, and I keep taking it. And you know, and something you guys said too earlier, which I mean, it it's always resonated with me uh, so hard. It's kind of like my you know my reason for being, aside from my lovely wife. Shout out Linda. Shout out uh, to is, uh, to the wife. Is uh, is is Chicago, man? Like yes. this this town and the people in it, and, and what we've been able to to create and come up with, um, just the communal vibe we have as a city, um, and the art that, that goes on here, is something to be admired globally. I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's just it's been such an honor to to help grow a, a small part of, of of the culture here and in what we do and. You know the the positive vibes you guys put out. Uh, you know, be positive. <laughs> yeah, no, who, what, what, is, what is your what is your boy calling it? Like the the, uh, the something of positivity. Like, yeah, most of boys. Yeah, most of boys. It's like so on point, dude. And it's it's so necessary, especially for like the times we live in. This COVID bullshit. Man. Like people are losing money every day. I just lost a shitload of money on GameStop because I'm a fucking idiot. Oh. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> uh, but I'm home, baby. I'm home. Get me to the moon. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like you know, there's there's such a there's such a need for positivity these days, and, and you know, you guys are fucking killing it. You're so necessary in this game, and and I greatly appreciate you guys being around for sure. Man, man, uh, that yeah. that feels good coming from somebody who got Bill Russell amount of uh, number one albums uh, out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That feels really good to hear, uh, man. Uh, this, that's honestly, it's an honor, man. Uh, Darren, take it away, man. Uh, man, James, that's that's just that's crazy. So, okay, well, uh, as always, man, let's dive right into it. How, how did this thing start, man? Like, where, where, where was the the birth of James Webb and diving into this comedy scene? Um, I mean, you know, I've been a stand-up fan my whole life. You know, my dad, it's, it's all his fault. <laughs> uh, we grew up watching, you know, D.C. Curry and Don Herrera and, you know, all the people on Comedy, Comedy Central Presents, Premium Blend. That shit was a staple point was in the house. So, like, ever since I was a baby, I was watching stand-up. And I never knew, like, that I wanted to be, I kind of just fell into the community a little bit. So I got a job uh, at a theater in uh, on the west side, um, the northwest side. Okay. Um the Chicago Center for, for the Performing Arts and it had like, dude, this place was sick and I'm so sad it's gone. It, it was a four venue beautiful space, had like a 350 seat main stage theater 150 seats cabaret theater and two other cabaret theaters back and every single day, this was 2008, 2009, every single day bro, there was a comedy show on Wow, with wow. like all kinds of different people, this is where like, you know, Joe Pilgall and Michael uh, Joey Gomez. Uh, Joey Gomez's first set was in that building, I believe. Mikey wow. O Productions, um, who was like a who was a resident there. So I was just like surrounded by comedy all day long. You know, I was a tech director, box ops manager. There were like five of us running this giant <laughs> fucking space, so we all kind of did everything a little bit. Yeah. But whenever I had downtime, I would always like run to the open mic in the back, uh, or like go to the main stage and like and see what Mikey O was doing in there. And so it was just every day, just comedy beating me down in a good way. Yeah. Um, and I eventually kind of just fell into it with uh, these these three guys that are instrumental in me kind of becoming part of the scene rather than just adjacent to it. Uh, these three comics, Keith Pazel, Todd Massey of Hillary. Don't, please don't listen to that podcast. <laughs> uh, and, and Ken Witzkel. Um, 
we all kind of got together. We were like, yo, like, the theater was closing, by the way. Um, and so we were all kind of displaced at that point. It was 2012. And we were like, well, fuck, like, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? And those three dudes were like, yo, let's start a comedy show. And this is a point in time when there was, like, nothing going on. CYSK was a baby. Yeah. Like, it, they were maybe, like, three years old. Lincoln Lodge was around, and, like, Lincoln Lodge was kind of the biggest deal in town back then. Um, and then uh, I think Riot Comedy was a thing. A lot of shows that aren't around anymore were there. Um, but it was, like, they were legit, like, four or five shows. So there's wow. nothing to do without the Edge Comedy Club. So we started the show called Stand Up Stand Up in Wicker Park, and you know we we got in early. It was it was a it was a great early investment because it hit right away, and yeah. we just it it kind of we started right at the beginning of this big boom. I don't know if you guys remember like back around like 2015 or whatever. There were like a thousand fucking bar shows everywhere you looked. Man, they, all, they were they were just. Most of them were terrible. Let's be honest about it. Most of them were fucking garbage. Um, including our show. Our show fucking sucked for a long time. But, uh, like, it was just, but it was so cool to see, like, there's fucking, there's comedians on every goddamn street corner of this town. Yeah, yeah. And for, it, was, it was like that for years and years and years. Um, until eventually, Stand Up, Stand Up stopped, you know, as most shows do. And, you know, we, we couldn't keep going. And I specked into this podcast thing, and here we are. That's that's one hell of a story, uh, you know. You know, and and the most interesting thing with um, you know Darian and myself uh, mm-hmm. is when it comes to comedy, I I, I want to be as transparent as I possibly can be with my career personally. Um, I didn't know a lot of this shit was going on. You know what I mean? Like 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 my my like, so much of it. Yeah, I heard you. yeah. I mean, you know, when I started, man, I just I started because I wanted to do podcasting. I didn't start because I was like, oh. Sure. I want to be a comedian. I, that wasn't the case. So you know, it's you know, like it's always interesting to hear like a perspective, like how you just said. You naming off all these people um, that are familiar to me now. You know what I mean? But uh, hearing hearing how you grew up and kind of like uh, in a sense of comedy grew up uh, with with that and like yeah. the early beginnings. That's really cool to me to like hear the the beginning of of where it all came from because that gives me some context. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, if if there was a history book of you know where we are now uh this is something good it's, that's that's why i love the chicago stories man because i get to hear this kind of shit man like i'm learning you know what i mean i'm still learning man it's <laughs> for sure yeah yeah I mean, there's there's so many stories to tell like you know the the, the lisa traegers and the maid gailies and the, the tail lanes like, you know, all these people that came from chicago were doing such great things now all started in this one shitty little cabaret room in the back of a theater like the wow. most ignored room in the theater all these people started there, and they're fucking killing it. You know, the, the Hannibals, the Concanades, yeah. everyone who started in Chicago started somewhere in a shitty room, and, and I was lucky enough to be around for a lot. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, what I, I would say... Um, Cause you said there weren't a lot. Uh, it wasn't a lot around, and and now it's it's saturated. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's it's uh it's oh, it's everywhere. Now COVID happened, uh, and it, it kind of dispersed a lot of things now. So a um, lot of lot of establishments kind of kind of start back over to where you said it began. So you know they always say things come in yeah. cycles, and uh, I think we are in that new cycle again, like of the beginning. Um, where do you, what what's your take on uh, Chicago comedy as it stands right now? Well, one thing that Chicago comedy, I think, is uh, incredible at is adapting to situations. Uh, You know, we had had a huge void to fill in 2012, 2013, when there was a dearth of shows after the closing of The Edge. 
And like the, you know, the second that place closed, oh, new opportunities everywhere. Let's let's get out of here. Let's find a nice looking bar with the stage and go do our shit there. And yeah. you're already seeing that now, dude. I can't, I cannot shout out Greg Bartusiak and Johnny Cosmo and Don Strong McDonald enough. People I've never seen. I, I don't. I've seen them do comedy like once each, maybe. I don't think I've ever seen Donovan do it. Yeah. But what they created this summer, when there was nothing going on, these outdoor shows out out in the open mic, and in uh, the comedy pickup, like I mean, that's right there. That is a testament to how resilient Chicago comedy is. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. like, that's our biggest strength. Thing. Yeah. You know, you have you have L.A. where. You know, it's everything is supposed to be set up for you already. Yeah. If everything falls apart, like, well, what do we do? And people kind of just sit there with their dick in their hand, like, not all <laughs> what to do. New York, I mean, fuck New York. <laughs> you see these people out of here fucking, like, really trying so hard to, like, make stuff happen in the absence of stuff. And, and you know, so much of what I've done. Uh, is is was was the absence of stuff? You know the podcast studio. Like, yeah, I we we found this 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 great little townhouse on a whip. We were like walking our dog, and we saw this this the sun. We were living in an attic at the time. The other end of this block, actually. Yeah, walking the dog, we saw this, this like full red sign. The, the number crossed off and said made offer. So we made an offer, and I toured the house, and I saw that room, and I was like, shit, this I don't have a use for this room except for. Well, Chicago doesn't have podcast. The comedy scene doesn't have podcasts. Let's yep. let's build a place for podcasts. Yeah. And boom. Yep. Now there's I have what? What is it? Like seventeen podcasts on this network. Lord have like mercy. Three more being added in month. And like by March, we're supposed to have like twenty five. And, and like stuff gets created here when there's nothing. Yeah. We're we're such a resourceful community and resourceful people. Yeah. Um. And and part of what makes that work is is that so well is that we're so uh, uplifting and communal. Um, that's why you don't see that kind of stuff in LA. That's why you don't see that kind of stuff as often in New York. You know, people go to New York and think, all right, I got a connection out here. I don't have to work this hard. People go to LA and they think, all right, I'm doing this for me. I'm going to do this. Like, I, I know where I have to go to do this for me. Yeah. Here it's like, all right, what do we all need? How can we all help each other? And, you know, that's 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 how it, I started podcast studio with Mia Berman, Kristen Toomey, Joe Kilgallen, Dave Metz, rest in peace. Um, and uh, a few other folks, just to be like Toby, Toby McMullen, just to be like, yo, like, let's fucking see if this works together. And it and it did. Without without their help, I wouldn't have anything, you know. Wow. And so many other people, you know, CYSK is the same way. A bunch of dudes got together and they were like, we weren't getting fucking booked for shows. Yeah. We we're funny. Let's put our own shit. Yeah. And look at them now. It was yeah. Like it's it's. It's the spirit of Chicago, right? That now. is, uh, and so that, <laughs> I think that's why I think like this COVID shit is nothing, bro. If anything, it's forced us to work even harder so that when the world comes back, we're gonna be better than any of these other fucking doctors. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love the passion, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. I like that energy. I like that fuck New York shit. I like that. That that's my favorite part. Hey, <laughs> come on, man. We get out of New York. Have shit come out of you yet? Let's hey, go. Let's hey, go out here hey. Let them know. Let them know. I'm I'm with the shits when it comes to New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I visit. The place is cool, but you know what? Well, fuck they. All the shit they got going on. <laughs> Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh uh I've been to the studios, uh Darren. I've been there. Uh and uh let me tell you, man. It's it's uh it's fantastic. 
<laughs> it's been too. Some, man. I, I be keeping tabs, man. I watch. <laughs> and you know, I, you know, if it's one thing people know about me, I'm very observant. So I, yeah. I, I kind of, I study. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, like he got a nice little setup. That's yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> now, like you right, know, what I'm saying, yeah, it's definitely nice. Uh, when you when you talk about uh, we we talk about how comedy went through that the, that time of like a boom and then it kind of fell to the wayside and you know you got into the production thing and started producing a podcast like what kind of obstacles did you have you seen thrown your way as far as uh building a podcast studio um or making that transition from doing the stand-up into that i mean a a lot of it was just you know i i mean the big one is money like that's an obstacle i think most people have you know um when i when i started the studio if you hear some like super behind the scenes shit, let's go. Um, you know, I wasn't charging anybody. I had a full time job. Um, I wasn't charging anybody for my time uh, to use the space because we just we wanted to kick it off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you know, I've been in. You know, I've never. I've done three stand up comedy sets in my full life. Wow. Three open mics. Three open mic sets ever. That's it. And I was like, you know what? I suck at this, but I'm really good at all this other stuff. So like all the behind the scenes shit I've been doing for. Uh, 20 years yeah uh in and this it so all of those obstacles like i love to learn new shit like if there's a if there's new technology out or whatever i yeah. can't wait to get my hands on it and see yeah. how it works and figure it out and, like become the best right yeah so that wasn't like really the hard part for me the hard part was uh money and time yeah um, yeah you know I, I worked a full-time job you know sometimes 50 60 hours a week we had crunch in in, in winter where, you know, people were, you know, they needed us more than the normal, so we were working overtime. Meanwhile, I'm in the studio, uh, you know, five, six, seven days a week doing podcasts the second I get home until, you know, 10, 11, 12 at night. And, and it, it, it just, it wasn't sustainable, the model I had initially. Yeah. Um, and the, so I took a big leap, and it's actually, I owe a lot how the how I overcame the big obstacle, which was my time to a podcast I produced outside the studio with a couple of uh, life coaches, yeah, um, who kind of, you know, the, vicarious well, not vicariously, just like as a uh, what's the word, um, a byproduct of being around them, they kind of pushed me to take the leap in quitting my job, oh wow, doing this full time, um, and without them, you know, I might still be stuck at this bullshit ass job, you know, doing mindless work. And, you know, having a nice little thing in my house, but, like, not being able to use it to its full utility. So, right. uh, as soon as I, like, sat down with myself and I was like, all right, what do you want? Do you want to be a fucking office drone the rest of your life? Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it's like, I can, I can be more useful to people yeah. without this job. Yeah. I can help grow this thing that I love so much without this, this hindrance. Yes, there's security in this job. Yes. There's insurance with this job. I miss insurance. I'm getting old. Shit yeah. hurts now. Like, yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. I miss a lot, bro. So much. But like, I could I could forego all that and go all in on this on my skill set. And I took that leap. And after honestly, after I took that leap, a lot of obstacles for me kind of disappeared. Um, yeah. And wow. then it was just it was it was just acquiring better gear. Um, and, you know, I, I don't charge a lot. I try and keep the price as low as possible because our community doesn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Comics are notoriously broke. And I'm not trying to fucking, yep. you know, like take take anything from people. Yeah. So 
Um, winding that up, we eventually got a bunch of good gear. Now we're state of the art, dude. We can go toe to toe with Rogue any fucking day. Like, yeah. That was my goal. I was hey. like, hey. Where Joe Rogan would walk in there and go, Jamie, get the fuck in here. Like, I want to, like, ah. take some pictures of shit. Like, I want to rip shit off this guy's walls and take it home with me. And we have that now. Um, but it took it took three years to get there. But, but so that was kind of an obstacle. But it wasn't even really an obstacle. Nothing is an obstacle if you look at it and know you can, like, defeated you know what i'm saying i was i was like what is that on the screen i was like soon as i was like did an angel just come did an angel just come and stand in front of my boy what's up okay no no i was like that is that is very weird as soon as you start talking about joe rogan an angel came down and was like hey what's up yeah that's the wildest shit one thing I, I love, James, that you said uh, just a little bit ago was uh, it was kind of like you bet on yourself. You yep. said, it, man, you set yourself down and you say, okay, look, it's either this job or my skill set. Like, what am I betting on here? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And you just bet on yourself, man. And sometimes I think that's been a running theme the last couple chapters, man, man. betting on yourself. <laughs> and, and if you talk about two people, that are sitting here as well and just saying, look, all right, cool, we go to the rail station. It's going like, <laughs> yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, but what you guys are doing is incredible. Like, you are filling this gigantic void that, that no one in Chicago has. Like, I have this little Facebook, YouTube podcast presence, and it's great, and I'm very proud of it. But radio, terrestrial fucking radio, like, <laughs> Nationwide, dude. Two states. That is nationwide. That is nationwide. What's that? I'm so bad. Don't hype him up. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It is nationwide. That's nationwide is on your side. What's up? (laughs) Hey, man. I'm back. Like I said, like you, you just you bet on yourself, man, and that's probably the most like. I probably say the, the most inspiring thing, like to come out of this up, up until this point in the conversation, man, is just you betting on yourself and going all in and just knowing like it's a risk, but you know at the end of the day, my skill set and what I provide is going to be able to see me through. And not only did mm. you mention that, but you also mentioned the fact that you're going to be able to take your skill set and uh, infuse that into someone else's project and help them grow. Yep. So it wasn't even about you. It wasn't even about you betting on yourself to for yourself gain. It was actually about you betting on yourself to see how influential you can be or how impactful you can be with someone else's goals. So that sure. says a lot about you, and, and the, you know, and just a lot about the character. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, well, thank you for that. That's that's. I I feel like you know, there's sure some of that's me, but you know, that's. That's the Chicago spirit, man. Like that's that's how I came up in this in this whole community. It was like watching people help each other, find, figuring out what was wrong with a certain thing and, and fixing that little problem. And, and you know, maybe I guess the city rubbed off on me, man. You know, hey, you know, you know I yeah. came up. My parents were good parents, and, and, and <laughs> I was in a good community. Hey, you know, you know what? I, I got a friend, a friend of mine. He stays in uh, Brooklyn, and he's a uh, he's a. Uh, He's very well off. I'll just put it like that. Sure, for sure. Yeah, for he's sure. Very, very well off. Probably took some of my money last week. <laughs> he, he's very well off. And he knows, uh, he has a lot of friends. And he one of his friends uh, is going to hold a position in the Biden administration, basically. 
No, what he what he told me was we were on the phone, kind of he's like a mentor to me. We were on the phone and he just said, "Hey, D man, uh, he said it's something about y'all Chicago boys, something about y'all." <laughs> he was like, "Y'all, one, one y'all go get us," and he said, "And if it's one thing that you gonna guarantee, y'all gonna look after each other." He was like, yeah. "That's just." It's something about people from Chicago. They always looking out for somebody else from Chicago. Like you always looking out for one another. Man. So I, you, like you said, that's the spirit of the city, man. And I, I, I hope we can, yeah, we can get to the point where everybody has just adopted that, 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 that. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're we're definitely spreading. Like you know, you look at Clark Jones or Ken Forrest or Will Miles. You know, Clark's in L.A. Kenny and Will. I think Will's in L.A. too. But any, any of these Chicago kids uh, who came up in the scene. They're still repping Chicago hard, yeah. and like they're spreading that virus as best they can. And and you know, people in LA and New York who go there, they know you're from Chicago, and it's yeah. a good thing when That's they know good. that. Like, oh, like, oh, we can depend on you. You're probably pretty fucking funny, um, and we know you're a good person. Like, yeah. and, and that's yeah, man. Like the the the, the Chicago spirit. You know, and thank God you guys are terrestrial radio. Yeah. Carry that spirit. Yes. Yeah. Nationally. 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 Uh, You know what's what's really good and and really refreshing to hear um, is somebody else with the same mentality that not only has the same mentality, but uh, doing it. Because, um, you know, a lot of people can look at uh, what you do, what we do, as competition. But... It's not, you know sure. what I mean. It's it's not competition. I think the more the hey, uh, you, you, no, I think I <laughs> I think the more the better. And I always think like this, man, uh, because for the longest time, you know, PC versus Mac, right? PCs versus Mac. But what people don't realize right. is that each one of them have stake in each other to to keep the other going. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and 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 honestly, we without the monetarily monetary part of it. Um, we have stake in each other. You know what I mean? Like this, this podcast is an example of that. You know what I mean? Like we have, we're invested in, in the growth of the idea, not the uh, individual, uh, individual concept. So uh, it's, it's really, it's really good to hear, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, people, people like to use competition as a bad word. Yes. Um, You know, there, there's a lot of, uh, negativity associated with it you know at its base um and that's just i I think that's just part of how our generation came up you know we were kind of part of the we're the the, we're the first adopters of the participation trophy yeah generation yeah yeah that's Um, weird and uh you know it's and not that that's you know it's it's definitely good to be communal that's what chicago is but competition in and of itself is not like you it's said, not. it forces like you see, Mac. It, it forces the other people to be better. Yes. And if you do it in a healthy way, uh, you know everyone around you. Look, Zanies and Laugh Factory are in competition all the time. Yeah. But you have shows at all spot. Yeah. Because <laughs> they know that what you're doing is going to be a positive impact on their business model and yeah. bring Chicago comedy up. Yeah. I work at both spots too. I you know I work the comedy bar. For um, and, and, you know, th- there was, well, there's this competitive element of like, let's see if we can get the best comments on stage. Right. The best life, the best value, blah, blah, blah. And Comedy Bar had it because I was there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> let's go. And, and, uh, but, but again, like, you know, it, it, it's, it, it only serves to help 
everyone around you. Because at yeah. the end of the day, we're all going to the same bars and drinking together. Yes, sir. And we're all hanging out together. Like, it's, you know, we're not going home like, oh, fuck, I hate Dario. He, <laughs> his radio show is so good. Like, no, it's, it's like, <laughs> fucking Dario. The radio show tonight. Let's see if I can, you know, how I can pump my shit up. Yeah. You know, maybe raise the bar a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 it's kind of one of my, and I'm a super competitive person. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but I, I, you know, and that's kind of, it's a strength and a weakness because, you know, I, I affect me, it, it would affect me very poorly. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've, I've since learned, used to, learned to use it as a positive tool. And yeah. I feel like more people need to adopt um, healthy competition as a, a general mindset rather than something to be afraid. One, one, 100%. Uh, there, I know you got something to say, but like, I just thought about this as, uh, as James was talking about the, because me and you, we, we know competition is definitely healthy. Uh, as soon as we said, yeah. Hey, look, uh, I got a show at Zany's on Wednesdays. He got a show at, uh, my buddies. My first reaction was, I'm definitely trying to have a better show. Period. Like, 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 I'm, 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 I said, listen, man, all due respect. I know you got, it's Zany's, but I mean, <laughs> Listen. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we got the sauce too, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, and and that's that's the fun thing because the, uh, every last Thursday we get to bat, uh, battle it out on uh, that previous Wednesday and then come work together again <laughs> the very next day. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? Y'all, Cause, man. Because then you get, to, you get to talk shit. Yeah. And you get to hang out and be friends. Yeah. Like, and that's, again, always comes back to the Chicago vibe. Yeah. Every yeah. single time. That's how we are. Yeah, that's why this city worth building up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, look, it, it's in our DNA, literally by nature. Uh, we burned down and had to come back. So, uh, uh, being right. being <laughs> like literally, that is who we are. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. That's yeah, a fucking cow, dude. That cow started everything. Uh, yeah. Fun <laughs> fun fact. Uh, I have a cow uh, tipping over the uh, lantern tattoo on my arm. So. Uh, <laughs> I am. It is literally on me now. I'm, I'm, dude. Hey, at any given times, I got nine Chicago stars on me at at all time. Uh, (laughs) At any given time. Bro, I got, I got four down the arm right here. I got four more right here, and look at your boy. I got it right there. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm all over the place. James, I think we'd be remiss, man, not to talk about some stocks or something. Yes, I was just... Damn near, damn near every day, James Webb pop up in my time live on Facebook and he's talking about some stocks and shit. Man, enlighten us a little bit, brother. Yeah. Give us some advice, something. I know you just talked about somebody at GameStop, bro, so I'm probably stressing you a little bit. But, <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was the, the be positive podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely negative right now. Oh God! It's so so the whole. I'll, I'll I'll give you the and again just to preface this. This is not financial advice. I am yes, a, he always says not that. anything I'm saying or do anything I say to do. There you go. Nice oh, disclaimer. Why is my game stopping? end tomorrow. Please buy game stop. So here's, here's what happened. So a Reddit. A Reddit board called Wall Street Bets, which has existed since time immemorial, uh, figured out that these hedge fund guys were shorting GameStop about a year. Uh, which, you know, on its face, not a horrible thing. It's not. It's you know, you're not evil if you short a stock. That's just how the game is played, right? Yeah. Um, and for those who don't know, again, I'm an idiot. 
don't fucking listen to me. Uh, the shorting a stock is when you're you're basically betting against the stock price going up. You're betting on the stock price going down and the company going bankrupt, so you don't have to, so you can profit up. Okay. So what Melvin Capital and Citadel Capital did is they uh, overshorted GameStop by 140 percent. Mm. So they bought they bought shares that didn't even exist. It's called naked short, which is illegal. Now, oh. normally, you know, everyone loves the 1%, right? We're yeah. all big fucking fans of people with all kinds of money who do legal shit all the time. Well, <laughs> Wall Street Bets isn't. And they were like, hey, let's fuck with these guys and drive the price of GameStop up individually because they all like the stock and not together because that would be illegal. So they basically, they all were like, hey, we all like this stock. Let's, let's, let's buy GameStop. And let's start driving the price up. Then... The guy who invented Chewy.com, Ryan Cohen, and then sold it to Petco for like $4 billion, bought 16% of GameStop shares so he could be on the board and turn the company around because they were going to go bankrupt, right. which is a good thing. This is a dude who's known for turning companies around doing positive things for people, like you, Joe. So he, he got on the board, Wall Street Bets got word of this, and they were like, oh, what another great reason to buy GameStop. Let's talk about that and tell as many people as we can. And then you start to see price go from $5 to $15 to $30 to $60 to $480, I believe, at its peak last week. Um, once it, once you know, once all this hit the news cycle, it was like, oh, GameStop, GameStop. Even Jim fucking Kramer, the mad money guy, yeah. like, he was like, Wall Street bet kids are awesome. Let's all buy fucking GameStop. And then, because America is fucking America, <laughs> Robin Hood turned the buy option off on their app which crashed the market and allowed these hedge fund cunts. I'm sorry if I... <laughs> I'm a very emotional oh, player. Hey, whatever. So these, these wonderful hedge fund people uh, decided to do a bunch of backdoor bullshit when the market was down and drive the share prices down significantly back to, you know, quote-unquote normal levels, uh, which has affected me a lot <laughs> because I bought... A lot of GameStop. Bro, uh, it's, I oh. just looked at it today. I looked at it right now, and I haven't looked at it all day. It's at ninety dollars a share. Uh, wow. so that's better than it was twenty minutes ago. Wow! Uh, I'll tell you this. I I have slept maybe maybe ninety minutes in the last forty eight hours. What? Because this uh, thing is, and you yeah. didn't get and you didn't get a chance to sell or shit. Uh, I'm not selling. Uh, I refuse yeah. to sell. No, I mean they're telling everybody they need to hold, like just hold. If, if yeah. you, so if you sell the these these wonderful people at Melvin Capital and Citadel Capital, these hedge fund people will be able to cover their shorts by buying shares, and we don't want them to do that. We want them to lose as much money as possible. They, because if they do that, we win. This is Occupy 2.0 to me. Basically. Wow! Because, you know we were out in the streets in 2008. Yeah, for four years, and you know, you saw how they treated us. Yeah, like you know, there's these famous pictures of, uh, of, of, of of a bunch of people in front of like a in front of a financial building in the financial district, like protesting, and right above them, there's these suits with like champagne in their hands, laughing and like throwing shit at the crowd. They don't give a shit. Yeah, and it, the Occupy was active, I think, but. It's not nearly as effective as this. Yeah, uh, Melvin has lost. I think about 
They lost fifty percent of their net. Yeah, they lost. They, uh, they lost billions of dollars already. You know what I mean? Like billions. Of dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard in the neighborhood of seventy billion. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. That's I, uh. That's. I don't know, man. Look, I lose seventy billion. I'm shooting up the whole club. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody got to go. I I was seventy dollars. I'm shooting. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I was about to say something crazy, but I'm not even gonna say that. I'm <laughs> <I'll, I'll laughs> my M&M right now. So uh, <laughs> I got. I'm just be quiet. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like it's it's uh you know if you sell and look again, not financial advice. I'm going to listen to me, but if you sell, they win. And yeah. we may have already, you know, we're in what's called a short squeeze right now, which is making, you know, we're squeezing them. We're squeezing all the money out of them because they have to buy because their shorts expire to cover. Right. And we may or may not be at the end of this thing yet. We don't know. Um, and that's, that may be why you're starting to see price go down a lot because people are exiting. And, you know, there's, there's a good reason for a lot of people exiting. You know, there's pe- people kind of, there was a lot of hype. And I admit I was part of the hype. Uh, but like some, you know, people, some, hopefully not a lot of people put too much in, but some people did and they got to get out and that's understandable. But for the people who can kind of afford and believe me, I can't, but I'm a, a, a purpose driven man and I have to do this, <laughs> uh, can afford to hold, I, I am holding, I have diamond fucking hands and I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> it's together strong in this till the end we're gonna burn these buildings to the ground financially not really but like <laughs> there's, there's something something has to come of this some kind of change has to come yeah yeah you know i'm a protest guy i've been protesting my whole adult life i love a good protest i was mm-hmm. out there in the summer with Dwayne murphy jr yeah um like all fucking summer long dang line go follow Dwayne murphy jr by the way yeah. um, I, I got a show with him uh i got a show with him thursday uh, at the, at Hell yeah. The, yeah, so Laugh and Tap, yep. Phenomenal comic. He's he's a great, wonderful human being. Yeah. And phenomenal comic. Yeah. Um, book book Ray Murphy Jr. Everyone. There you go. Uh, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm a protest guy, and you know this this resonated with me in such a way. I'm also kind of like I'm an internet guy. You know, I've been around the internet. Here's some shit I probably shouldn't say. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Anonymous back in the day. Oh, I remember Anonymous. Uh, I was part of that. What? Yeah, I was part of that. Um, all, all the legal stuff, of course, there's nothing illegal. But you know, I was, <laughs> I was on 4chan, you know, being an idiot and fucking, you know, all that stuff. And, and and this is this is basically that. It's those people. This is those people. Yeah. Doing what they do best, changing wow. the world in a positive. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's like literally when I go on Wall Street bets, I'm like, oh, this is me when I'm 15. Like, it's, just the, same <laughs> it's the same shit. And it's great because it actually, it, it, it literally, it affected the news cycle for an entire week. It did. And it's just a bunch of, you know, smelly kids on their computer. You don't know it. You know what's wild the about. thing in the world. You, you know what's wild about that? Um, uh, uh, the crazy thing about that is like the day that this all broke. Um, I had just gotten from GameStop, my Xbox uh, Series X came in, and so I was like, I was like, yo, I got my Xbox, and then all of a sudden, uh, they talking about buy stock. I was like, 
what? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on with GameStop? Like, this is, I'm like, uh, I still got to make these payments on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, dude! Yeah, when I heard about it, I think it was probably going through the roof at that point. But I had no fucking clue, man. I, I had no clue what was going on, man. Uh, it's good to hear your take on, it, especially. I'm glad Darian brought it up, man. Um, because I'm like, we gotta talk to him about stocks. I mean, y'all, if y'all ain't bought Bitcoin yet, uh, and you y'all y'all missing out because he he done told us to buy Bitcoin. I looked that shit up. I was like, one Bitcoin is like thirty five thousand dollars. What the hell? You gotta for real, for real. Well, the good the good thing about Bitcoin um, is that it's not Bitcoin is not stock, and it shouldn't be treated as such. Okay. Uh, Bitcoin is uh, again not financial advice. I'm an idiot, fellas. But uh, Bitcoin is I I look at it as savings technology. Um, it's a it's a it's more of a, a, a security than um, you know. I the the best analogy to Bitcoin is gold. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, where it's it's finite. Yeah. Uh, there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin. Never mind. This is the last one. Never mind. That's it. You're gonna have to, if you want Bitcoin, you have to buy it from someone who owns Bitcoin. Ah. Um, and it has utility, uh, like gold. Gold conducts electricity very well. It's malleable. Um, it's pretty. Bitcoin uh, uses blockchain technology, which is very secure. Um, it's decentralized, which is very important for uh, both. Uh, I think a closer world um, and financial security. Um, and uh, it's you know Bitcoin is immutable. Um, you can't print more of it. Uh, you can again like it, it's finite. Once it's gone, it's gone. The dollar you can just print as many fucking dollars as you want um, and inflate the market. There won't ever be inflation with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is is you know it's it's it is what it is. is. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know it's it's you know there's a lot of speculation about oh well criminals using you know, our our new SEC. Uh, President Janet Yellen, my worst enemy, uh, <laughs> is, is like she, you know, she came out on what was it, like January second. She was like, "Only criminals use Bitcoin. Don't buy Bitcoin." And Bitcoin dipped like fifteen percent. She said that. Wow. Uh, but like, which isn't true. Like, yes, there's some illegal trade with Bitcoin. But uh, one of the best quotes I actually ever heard about Bitcoin, like people are like, "Oh, people buy drugs with Bitcoin. People buy sex." But it was like, well. Uh, if you can't buy drugs with it, is it money? So, mm. you know, mm. Bitcoin is just as much money as anything else is. You know, people buy drugs with cash all fucking day long. So, Janet Yellen, fix your worldview a little bit. Hey, there you uh, go, Janet Yellen. What up? Bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, look at that. There's a black helicopter above my house. Oh, I don't know. TJ, but yeah. TJ in the chat right now, he said the feds have entered the chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bitcoin, I, I like Bitcoin a lot. Um, it solves a lot of uh, problems that we'll have in the future. Um, a, another good analogy for Bitcoin is like uh, like Netflix and HBO and Facebook and all that run on the internet, Yeah. right? Uh, and the internet was created in the 70s. Well, right now is the 1970s for money. Mm. And Bitcoin is the internet. And all financial transactions will basically run on, at the very least, blockchain technology, if not Bitcoin itself, in 30 years. So wow. that's, that's kind of my take on Bitcoin. There you have it, people. Right. Uh, don't take his advice, but there you have it. He said, like, like, <laughs> like, 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 what I say about 
buy as much Bitcoin and GameStop as you can. Yeah, they, <laughs> hey, hey, that's it. Uh, James, uh, as we uh, we'll wrap up, uh, we'll wrap up here. But uh, I just want to um, I want to ask you uh, one final thing before we get out of here, uh, uh, D. If you got a question, um, just given your history with Chicago, man, uh, and seeing where it's been. Seeing where it was, yeah. seeing where it was going, and see where it is in its current state. Uh, what are the what? What do you see the future of Chicago comedy this year, twenty twenty? Where where do you see us uh, coming? Um. Well, Go. if all goes as planned, I'll have a hand in shaping that future. Um. So, I don't know. Uh, you know, you definitely know because you were there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, any viewers there? know about these shows that Zanies has been putting on um, yes. that I've been uh, very blessed to, to produce and run uh, fantastic you know, show through, through the pandemic thank you I mean set but let's suck each other's dicks a little bit <laughs> uh, but, uh, fucking, yeah, the, uh, the, the show the show did go off that hitch um, and it's because of you know folks like uh, Greg Bartusiak and Johnny Oliver and all these other people with that mentality that, that really kind of keeps the community going like let's fix some shit um, and this solves the all Zoom shows are terrible problem mm. that a lot of people are talking about so you know you, you, you do a Zoom show in your house right you're in your fucking bathrobe you know you, you're, you're unshowered you're, you're a filthy smelly comedian <laughs> no one wants to look at that right so what we've done is um, I've taken, basically, I, I disassemble my studio and I bring it to Zane's. Um, and we get a Zoom call so that, and the comics can hear the people in the Zoom call on stage. Actually, it's like from, we, I, I pipe the, the call into the speakers. Yeah. So it sounds like there's a crowd in Yeah. So there's that interact. The elements, and it feels as close, at least I hope, to normal as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing, we've done two of them. Um, we're doing another one on Valentine's Day. Uh, shout out Calvin Evans. Um, he's the one who helped put this together. And Brian Morton and, and Chris. Yeah. Everyone at Zadie's, Rachel. Uh, and, and my boy Manny, who is currently running a podcast for the very first time downstairs. Again, shout out to some Hey! Uh, and with Rescue Hopkins as well, who was on camera B. Um, you know, again, it takes a village uh, to, to yes, do this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we put this together and it went really well. And, you know, people are going to say, okay, well, eventually stuff has to open back up and people are going to fill the room up and this is going to go away. No, bullshit. Because here's the thing. And here's some secret sauce that I shouldn't say out loud because maybe I'll lose money. Cause, but, you know, take the, take the fucking idea and run. Do this yourself. Let's go. When Let's... the world comes back, when the world comes back, uh, there will still be people who do not want to go out mm-hmm. or can't go out mm-hmm. because of health reasons, like ever again, because this virus is not going We'll get inoculated and it'll be safer, but it'll never be gone. This right. is probably something we'll have to live for the rest of our lives. Yep. Um, we're also becoming extremely complacent uh, in our daily lives, especially now that we're working from home, someone will throw on a podcast or a show on Netflix or just some kind of show in the background. And as we become accustomed, you know, for God's sake, HBO Max is, is doing their entire 2021 movie lineup. Yeah, and on the same street. Yeah. You don't have to go to the fucking theater anymore. Right. Um, and that's becoming more commonplace. Um, and as evidenced by the sheer number of ticket sales from these Zany shows, uh, there's a huge interest. And we were honestly scared uh, that, you know, not a lot of people would buy for the January show. 
we sold a lot of tickets from January show. You know, the first one was the New Year's Eve thing. It's like, okay, there's something new for New Year's Eve. January sold a lot of fucking tickets. And, you know, we'll see when the world opens back up how many we sell. But I think we're going to do just fine because we have this entirely new market of people who just, for whatever reason, would rather not go out. Right. But they would still like to be part of something. Right. Now, when the world opens back up, we will have people in here. And I was doing this at Comedy Bar, you know, back when, in the old days, when, yeah. you know, people weren't coughing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had cameras all over the place, and the room was mic'd up to sound really great. And, and it, you know, the only thing that was missing was we weren't live streaming that. Now, yeah. all we have to do is press go live. Yeah. And it's there. And it sounds, looks, and feels like you're in a comedy club. Yeah. If you do it right. Yeah. Um, which, but uh, it's there's 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 so many ways to kind of adapt this technology to the future. Yeah. Um, that will both make it easier and safer for people who can't get out to be part of the world again, and make performers and producers and tech people more money because mm. you can sell an infinite amount of Zoom tickets. Mm. Yes. Mm. You can double your revenue for free. Mm. You know, obviously you have to pay the producer, you have to pay uh, the, the people working tech, but you're doubling your revenue yeah. without adding any more people to the room, yeah. without making it any less safe, making it more safe, yeah. frankly. Yeah. And, and you are giving the comedians clips mm. for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a... Uh... <laughs> it's a game changer. Essentially, taking them nationally. Essentially, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> National. <laughs> Look it. National. Wow. Okay. Uh, put fire on it. Fire. Who? <laughs> Hot <to> fire. <laughs> man. I. You know, it is. It's really good. Again, man. I said it throughout the whole show, and I know D agree with it, man. But it's really good to uh, have this conversation, man, and, and and out loud. You know what I mean? Like I think, you know, we, we you know, you know, you and I, we talked uh, the Ed Zanies. We talked um, a, a couple times, you know, and and you know, the collaboration is nice and everything like that. But just to have the conversation out loud, you know what I'm saying? And 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 the conversation being how good Chicago is and where we can go and will go. So um, I, that's it's just it's fantastic, man, and. Uh, coming from coming again, I'm not eleven number one albums is not no slight feat, man. Uh, it's it's not a little feat. Five. So so <laughs> to, okay, okay, all right, my man. Uh, I mean, you know, to, to to hear it though, and to be sitting here, and uh, you consider us one of the movers and shakers in the uh, in, in the future of it. I mean that. That that's just fantastic, man. And so it's on. This is good. To, this is good. This is really good, man. I I really like it, man. And uh. Man, damn! I'm, I'm I'm glad. Like this is we got we we got plans. We got plans, man. And like honestly, I told you, I told you, man. Wait, wait for the just wait. We got we need you, bro. I, we got nothing but time, bro. Oh, I know. I you know stars stars are always aligned. Oh, they. So I'll be you know where you're Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We buying Bitcoin. That's where. That's where. <laughs> Uh, GameStop. GameStop, 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 D Lou, D Lou. Yes, sir. Uh, 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 there's, there's, there's something I've been saying a lot. Uh, it's kind of a quote that I live by now um, about kind of the situation we're in. Um, and it's the, the people who figure out how to make money and make moves now are going to 
be the are going to be in charge of the future. Mm. The people who come out of this head, where we have all the info and we have the drive and, and, and know how, we're going to be the ones who who change the world. Let's so go. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, you, you guys, again, you guys are doing a, a beautiful fucking thing. You're taking Chicago comedy national, which is always good. That's what we're so, doing. That's what we're here for. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. All right, well, let, let's go ahead and wrap it up. It's about that time, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody that's watching and listening for the first time, uh, we do something here on Be Positive Podcast um, where we uh, allow the guests to do something that we call a honey roast. So, you know, when you're in school and, and you're roasting the shit out of somebody because their shoes ugly or their face <laughs> ugly, we don't want to do that. <laughs> a honey roast is just the opposite where um, our guest gets to shout out somebody that's not on the podcast that has been an inspiration, motivation, or even a support system for them throughout their journey um, in whatever lane that they, they are in. So, Mr. James Webb, you on the clock, my, my brother. Go ahead and honey roast uh, anybody that you feel fits in that category, sir. I mean, any, uh, any people or any people. Yeah, Sorry. Okay. Yes. I, the list is... You know, an infinite. It's an infinite list, um, and you know, I don't, I don't want anyone to feel left out. Uh, but there, there is one person in particular uh, who I looked up to for a long time. Who's no longer with us, uh, and it's Dave Metz. Um, this is a shirt honoring the memory of Dave Metz, creator of the term swoop, which is uh, an open mic comic, just kind of swoops in and does whatever he wants. <laughs> uh, get rid of these swoops, folks. But. Um, but yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave produced a very inappropriate and unlistenable show called The Palm Pilots, which was my favorite podcast of all time. Uh, it was, I think it was banned from numerous platforms for being so inappropriate, uh, which is why I loved it so much. Um, and he's he's one of the best uh, audio producers uh, and audio mixers I'd, I'd ever heard. And he was also a really funny and comic and an interesting person. Um, he. What was it? He he taught uh, he taught Chinese to, to Spanish as a first language speaking kids wow. on the south side of Chicago. He's like the what? weirdest fucking dude. Yeah. Wow. Um, Dave Dave Metz was was a, an intriguing individual, and he helped me start the studio I'm in. Um, and if you're ever in the studio, uh, you'll see a Chinese flag with a picture of Stalin over it uh, and a chair underneath it, and that's Dave's chair and his set decor from the show that he had. Uh, but Dave, Dave was, he set a high bar for me as far as my standards of production, um, in terms of audio and, uh, and you know, he, the work he did in his life, uh, set, set a high standard for me as a person. Um, and I didn't get to know him as well as I, as I wanted to, uh, we had only just started working together. We only got six episodes done before he, uh, passed on. Uh, but, uh, but, but I was always, he was always around, uh, in my head. Because I was listening to him and, and watching what he was doing, and uh, so so that's that's my honey roast. Dave Metz, uh, rest in peace. He was you know a, a driving force to see uh, for me and for for a ton of people. Dave Metz, uh, Dave man, rest in rest in paradise, man. That is uh that's a that's a good one right there, man. Um, uh, anytime somebody got a lasting um a memory like that, man, uh, that that's powerful, man. That's powerful, dude. Um, man. James Webb, everybody, y'all, thank you so, dude. This has been this has been a good one, man. Man, you know what? I know this has been a good one because we 
we this is one of our longer podcasts, man. This is one of our longer <laughs> chapters, man. And and I, I I know we had a good time, man, because I'm looking at the clock. And and of course, but we, there's no time limit on this. But uh, I could, I always could tell when we have a good time, man. And uh, uh, this was a good one, man. And and uh, I think it's very, it's we gonna look back on this uh, in at the end of this year, beginning of the next year, and say. This this was a this was one that was foretold. You know what I'm saying? Like he told you. You know what I'm saying? Like so, and that's the beautiful. That's the that's that's. It's, it's all, it, and there's always a few that we pick out and we say this was necessary. Yeah. And I think this was in, in months from right. now, maybe next year or something, we'll all be able to say, yeah, this this one was necessary. Yeah, this, this was, one was necessary. Job. This was good, man. Thank you. Um, so uh, I know I got it on the screen. Uh, I got it on the screen right now, man. You can find him at uh, uh, at the handle right there, right underneath his name. But uh, James, you want to go ahead and uh, tell people where they can find you? Uh, any other any other place? Sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Eclism. Horrible joke that I always have to explain over and over again. <laughs> I'm going to change my handle to something else that's not as dumb. Uh, but at Eclism, it's C L Y S M. Uh, you can find. More importantly, you can find the People of Comedy Network on Instagram and Facebook. That's uh, at People of Comedy Network on Instagram and Facebook.com slash People of Comedy. Uh, people of Comedy.com also redirects to Facebook. Um, I have a huge announcement about People of Comedy that I want to make soon, um, where it's uh, here's a little hint it's not just me behind the scenes anymore, which is huge um it's been it's been just me doing all of the legwork uh backstage for three years uh it's killed me yeah. but i finally have some really high quality help uh and uh, actually well i mean you know manny he's downstairs wrapping up pussy power right now <laughs> pussy power. um there's someone else too that i, that I just added to the team um that i i cannot i cannot wait uh to, to introduce to everyone you, you all know this person too um, and it's gonna do, it's gonna do great things for for the network and, and for the city. Um, but yeah. So anyway, people of comedy network on Instagram, facebookcom slash comedy. Um, I have a link tree, uh, linktr.ee slash eclism. Uh, you can find uh, the latest uh, stand-up comedy specials I put out. Shout out Damon Gillette, Joe Kilgallen, um, and numerous albums I put out. Uh, my artwork. Um, I have artbehance.net slash eclism. Um, just go to my link tree. Find me there. I'm, I've talked about myself way too much today, and I apologize. That's what it's for, that's what man. It's for. That's what we want. Look, yeah. If you're out there trying to do some shit, um, just all I can say is just keep moving the needle. Let's you know, go. It's, it's hard times. People get down on themselves a lot. It's, it's, it's rough out there, but you know, set a goal, focus on it. If you can't hit it, at least move the needle towards it, and, and you'll be okay. Let's go. Uh, y'all heard it, people. Y'all, uh, make sure y'all go ahead and follow him, man. He's doing big things in the city for over 20 years, man. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it, that's a, that's a feat in itself. Um, um, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, we had Bill Russell on the show. Uh, this has been a beautiful thing. Uh, <laughs> Bill Russell been on the show. Bill Russell. Ladies and gentlemen, man, that's that's been a fun one. Uh, as we always say, man, y'all, let me go ahead back to the uh, back to the little. I, I like this little graphic. Y'all go ahead, subscribe, and listen to us on all these platforms and more. Uh, I'm not gonna run through it again, uh, <laughs> but uh, y'all go ahead, give us that rate, give us that like, man. Y'all, it's Tuesday. 
we just getting started this week. Yo, yo, week just getting started. Whenever you listen to it on podcast, hey, continue to have a good uh, week. With that note, y'all continue to be positive. Stay safe out here as we open back up here yo, in the shine. We'll catch yo, y'all next yo, time, yo, man. Yo. I love y'all brothers, yo. man. Hold up. What's up? Hold oh, up. oh, oh, shit. My bad. Oh, my bad. Make sure y'all tune in to the morning. Yeah! Hour. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Be positive radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Be positive radio. Clutch Darian at hey, the we bus. Got, we got a radio station we, to down there. That's right. Doing this. Right. I just can't. Just this. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You, go to www.bepositiveproductions.com. Find the link to Be Positive Radio there. And you can do that. Stream it. Listen to every show. Dario, you got uh Wednesday schedule? Pull up Wednesday schedule. Tell them what they gonna hear. Oh, uh, uh, shit. Uh, Wednesday yeah. schedule. Damn. Stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck, man. Look, I can tell you. I can tell you. The morning show is coming up. Oh, Wednesday is a big one, actually. Uh, Wednesday is a big one, y'all. Um, uh, I got you. I got the, you. The, the, I got the drive. You. The you. drive home. Wednesday. Yes, the drive home mix. We got that with local artists. Um, you got. Breakfast appetizer at 8 a.m. We got uh, Real Talk with Jenna at 7 p.m. And Menage Pot at 8 a.m. on Wednesdays. And then don't forget to drive home. Give me the time, Dario. Uh, five to uh, four to six. Uh, so four to six. Four to six. Four to six is all local artists. So if you know a local local artist, uh, tell them get their ass on, on get on their ass and then make them submit. Um, uh, put that stuff out here because I can tell you one thing: we might not be big, but who else playing their shit on radio on a regular basis? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And on that note, and on that note, y'all be positive. We out. Now we can go. Bye. Be positive. Who gonna stop me? Huh? <laughs>